0: Dad, she asked, did you know that we're Christian? My daughter asked this question earnestly a couple of years back. Yes, yes, I did, B, I said. And that's why we celebrate Christmas, she replied, and that's when I clued in. I realized that one of her wonderful teachers had spent time discussing the various holidays, religious traditions represented this time of year in a diverse community. And that's a sensitivity that B carried with her into a later conversation with my father around the same time. She was discussing with her retired pastor grandfather some of the particularities of that annual tradition known as Elf on the Shelf. He was a curious listener, a loving grandpa. He asked interested questions. I don't know much about this, he said. I've never had an Elf on the Shelf. Hmm, B replied, are you Christian? (laughs) It's a fair question. Just what does it mean to be such, to be a Christian? What is it that's distinct about our faith? Well, I think this is the night that we find the answer, and that's why we're here, that's why this night is the time of all times to come to church. Oh, we have other holidays, and Christians are often referred to as Easter people. But that can be a harder story to enter into. It asks for quite the logical leap of us. But tonight is not about resurrection. Before we're Easter people, we are Christmas people. Tonight is about birth, and whatever else you want to say, he was born. He really was into this world in a way so rugged and aching and beautiful that we're still telling the story that most of us already know. And at some level, we know that this story is so wondrous and sentimental and moving though it is, if it's also true, it is the most important story that's ever been told. Because this is the story, above all others, that answers that deepest and most longing of human wondering and tells us what God is like. One of my children asked me about that some years ago. We were on the way to soccer practice. Clearly they had asked their mother before and she had deferred, oh, ask your dad that question. Well, there's no professional or seminary training for this question, I assure you. And so I stumbled about my words on themes like creation and love, getting nowhere, and then I said, somewhat exasperated, look, buddy, that's part of why we go to church, to learn about who God is and what God is like. To which my son said, but we don't talk about God at church. We only talk about God jesus which is actually an astute theological observation that is at the center of the christian faith that to talk about jesus is to talk about god that jesus of nazareth son of mary and joseph born in bethlehem moving through this world with elegant grace and endless compassion giving his life away at every turn is the fullest and most compelling revelation of what god is like but most of us want god to be like something else We want a God of power that can save us. A God of strength that can sustain us. The might that we hope will make a categorical difference in this world. We want a God who makes God's self-known in ways that are large and imposing and undeniable to us. The prophet Isaiah, the prophet of Advent, wanted this too. He shouted out, God, we want you to break open the heavens and come down here. We want the mountains to move. We want the earth to quake. I want you to cause the nations to tremble with your might. In other words, show up God, show us something, do something, rend the heavens, break open the mountains, do something we can see, make some noise in our midst. Because a God that does that, a God that makes loud noise is a God that we can always hear. And a God that breaks things open and comes with great displays and strength is a God that we can always see. And a God that shines the light so boldly, brightly, is a God that we can always know and a God that we can easily explain. But then God doesn't come that way. Not usually. And tonight is the night where amidst all of our hopes and expectations of a God of strength and might, of spectacle and display, of size and power, we remember that in this definitive moment, God doesn't break open the heavens and come down. God sneaks into a barn on the edge of a town to be born in the stable of the world that held little room or awareness amidst all of its urgency and clamor and noise. Well, there are big and powerful moments throughout the story of Jesus' birth. There are grand moments of great spectacle and strength, like the angelic chorus described as appearing across the deep blue of midnight where you can't miss it. Or like the star that is described shining so brightly and compellingly that it has sages searching and traveling, setting out for a light unlike other lights before it. Or like an angel appearing to Mary in the midst of her swelling fear and courage. And again, to Joseph, in his troubling uncertainty, there are big moments, but the moment when it happens, the definitive moment, it is quiet, it is intimate, it is particular and detailed. It's at a specific time when Quirinius was governor of Syria. It's in a particular place, as small and seemingly inconsequential as Bethlehem. It's to individual people whose names are known, Mary and Joseph of Nazareth. And it is amidst their own intimate struggles, it's full of raw detail from the manger in which they place Him, to the strips of cloth that they find within reach to wrap Him against the night air. Because God comes to us like that in ways that are small and soft and intimate as our lives. And we so often want Jesus to be large and powerful, a King of kings, a Lord of lords, a Savior that will make this definitive difference. We so often want Jesus to demonstrate those same characteristics that we want to see in God. Much of Christian theology, many of the historic debates of the church have centered on the claim that Jesus is God. And the soaring expectations that Jesus is like God. We want Jesus to be one who will save us with power and might undeniable. Show us something, Jesus. Do something. Say something. That's what we look for so often, it's what we listen for, and especially on this particular night of this particular year in our time and place, we huddle in from what has been a long year for so many of us. It brought so much we could never anticipate, and how we want Jesus' birth to come in the midst in ways large and powerful, as you know if you are with us tonight and you're missing that friend, that loved one, that soulmate. Or as you know, if you've waited for that call with test results from the doctor, or as you know, if your loved one is facing new challenges, new needs, and you're attempting to help them as they stumble about in the shadows of a new stage of life. Or as you know, if you've welcomed a child this year and their sounds fill this sanctuary, even as the challenges and joy of that mingle. Or as you know, if you've experienced loss and the fragility of a dream. If you've waited and wondered in this season, always so focused on the manger. Will this dream of being a parent like Mary, like Joseph, will it ever happen for me? You know how we ask and for God to show up if you've seen the violence, the fanaticism, the racism and hatred found all about us and even possible within us. As you know, if you're grieving the impossibility of mass violence and war in the very land where the child was born those years ago, as you know, if you've lost a job or if you've struggled to keep it all balanced and healthy or if you've sensed the growing impact of a health challenge taking its toll on you or those you love, how much we need Jesus to appear in ways perhaps that we don't even want to talk about. Because we've grieved deeply, we've lost significantly, and so we want Jesus to come to appear in a definitive way to be like what we hope and expect from God. But then if you're always looking for a star that is so bright that all you can do is follow it. Well, you might never lower your gaze and find the glimpses of the mother, the father, looking for a room right in your midst. If you're so focused and searching for heavenly hosts, well, you might not notice all the earthly elemental signs that are all about you of God's grace and God's presence. If you're always listening for the earthquake or the rumble, well, then you will not be able to hear the softness of a baby's cry. And God comes to us like that, which is to say God loves us like that, not always in the ways that we want and expect, as much as in the ways that we truly need, intimately aware of our lives, softly making an appearance in the details of our places, knowing so well the needs and the struggles of our times. I suppose there are still some this night who experience the volume of an angel choir so loud you can't ignore it. There are some this night who see a bright and morning star so blazing that you can't help but set out and follow it. Maybe there are some who have an angel appear so clearly that you can't miss it, but not me. And not most of us. I think most of us know instead that we will find God coming near to us in ways as intimate and deeply felt as our own needs, as particular as our own lives, as individual as our own names. We'll find God in the details in our story, the things that we can find within reach of us even now, the grace that we can see if we lower our eyes from the heavens, the quiet nearness of people we love, the tender acts of care we share with the neighbor the ways we seek to be a part of birthing hope and making known the love and justice of Jesus of Nazareth, the things that we bring to offer of ourselves, the baby sleeping quietly wherever room has been found, in all of these ways, God, with us again. Yes, we do talk a lot about Jesus in church. Because God is like that. So glimpse again the little town. The rugged manger, the straw on the floor, the strips of cloth, the young and breathless parents, the small acts of love and grace, and the child softly present in the midst. Because every earthly elemental detail tells us what we so need to know this night. And it is not the sweeping historic claim that Jesus is like God, but the far more essential truth this Christmas Eve, that God is like Jesus. And thanks be to God. Amen.